truth. What truth? Truth I try to forget. Truth that keeps showing up, full of shame, lies, regret. Truth that's stuck in between. Truth that's never been asked. Truth that carries us through to the freedom at last. It's the only truth left. Truth we pin to the sky. Truth we're giving away. Truth that lives. You My friend, this is Joe Bakmotsky. I want to welcome you to Power to Be Happy podcast. This is a show we talk about healing from trauma. And I honor where you are today, where you've been to in your life and places you're going. And I hope that place is someplace hopeful that speaks to a greater sense of happiness of feeling good about yourself and the world around you a place where you know deep inside do you belong because you do my friend you're one of us and you belong right here with us together today we talk about releasing the past What does it take? What does it look like? I'm sharing four simple things that I believe are necessary for us to take that leap towards healing. When we talk about healing from trauma, whether it's healing from the prison of thoughts of numbness, of something horrible that's happened to you, or something that you missed out on. Some people say that time heals all. And I do think in one way it's true. So I'm going to talk about how I believe time heals all, but maybe from a different perspective that you would have ever heard before. It's something that I've been thinking about lately on my own journey towards healing, towards living a life of more joy, of more happiness, of more presence, of greater sense of belonging in life. Because we've been through a lot, haven't we? We've been through so much. And yet sometimes we don't give ourselves the opportunity to try and release that energy, that struggle that's pent up inside, that we can hold in our bodies, that comes through as symptoms, is as as fear, as loneliness, as feeling numb, as feeling on edge, as having crazy thoughts, as feeling like nobody gets you. When these feelings or lack of access to those feelings come up and we feel like something is missing, that is a sign we need to heal. That is a signal to healing. That is a sign that we need to be letting go of the past. And I think that is possible. 
I think that is real. Because I am experiencing it right now. For so long, by the way, if you don't know me, my name is Joe Bakmutsky. Um, I've been through cancer. Uh, I've been through um, rape as a child. Um, I've grown up with a um, single mom. <laughs> I was lucky, though. I had incredible grandparents, though. And I've just been through, like yourself, I've been through just things that I never wanted to experience in my life. <laughs> you know, that's made life so much more difficult. It made it that much harder. And for the longest time, I didn't give it much thought. I lived with the hardships as they presented themselves, with anxiety, with panic attacks, with fear, with feeling like frozen, feeling that I, I just, I couldn't trust other people. I, I couldn't even put it into words, but like I couldn't trust people and being you know, in relationship was a real struggle for me. And going through cancer was a first big step to me realizing just how much I've been through. And I learned a lot about myself. And I've been in a dark place. And I was able to find hope and the greatest sense of meaning in my own life. And I, I, I wrote a book about it, <laughs> Fighting Hope in Times of Uncertainty, a guide to thriving in this challenging world of today. And going through this experience and sharing this book and finding my own path towards feeling more present, feeling physically better because I was in a dark place. Like after cancer, I was, I put on so much weight. I had all of these horrible side effects. Mentally, I just didn't feel like anything made sense. I had this whole, like, crippling fatigue. Well, I did a lot of exercise. I changed that. I worked a lot on my, just, just on my head. And, um, and I also felt really lonely and misunderstood because a lot of my friends didn't show up in my life in the way that I wanted to. And this, all of that also, healing from that experience of going through cancer has uncovered an even deeper wound. And that was going through rape as a child and it's something that was really brought up in a big way for me with the war in Ukraine. You know, that's where I'm from. And it brought up a lot of these feelings of terror, of loss, of feeling like I was just lost and walking through a mist, like helpless, helpless. And I started writing, I started writing this play, uh, where I was sharing those attempts to make sense of what was going on. And I wanted to show this to someone, I wanted to share it with someone. And through luck, I connected with someone who is a survivor of childhood sexual abuse. And this person became my kind of guide into this world. You know, they um, supported me in a path towards healing. They gave me advice. They gave me um, inspiration to go and, and seek therapy, to go and connect with other people, to open up about my experience. And it's been... It's been an incredible journey. <laughs> it's, 
it's been incredible because I think I've learned things about myself in a way that I've never learned before. And I've given myself such a greater understanding and a greater compassion of who I am. And a greater depth than ever before of belonging. Of belonging to people I love. Of belonging to my new mission. My new purpose which came from the sense of my own belonging, my own path towards healing, my own understanding of just the intricate beauty of life and how many of us are truly missing the depth of reconnection with who we really are despite of all the things that have happened to us and letting go of the past. Not trying to forget it, not trying to minimize it, but letting go, release the past in a way that is healing. It takes time. But this time, it's worth it. It's worth more than anything. So, yes, it's true that in a way that people say that all you need is time. But I really believe that time comes down to these four things. And the first and foremost, to release in the past. To feel like we are moving towards healing. I think what we need is the tea in time is therapy. You know, therapy has been such a changing experience for me. Because I always thought that therapy was for broken people. And you would just be like talking about your problems, you know. I didn't realize that therapy as it relates to traumatic events, the things in the past, is meant to help us release, right? And release the pain, the anguish, the agony that comes from the experience of hurt, of struggle, of strife. And as there are different therapies, there are specifically you know, calibrated towards working with trauma, are just different ways to help release those kind of built up struggles that built like this kind of these these chunks of this this weird energy that is kind of gets pent up in our bodies in our in our brain and these these memories these these difficult experiences essentially different therapies or different therapeutic modalities because not all of them are specifically therapies there some of them are you know maybe like body based therapies or or ways of being but things like EMDR things like psychodrama things like ego state therapy things like internal family systems things like trauma informed yoga i've practiced or been a huge beneficiary of some of these approaches. And I'm not here to talk about which one is right for you or right for anyone else. I'm just here to say, just, just like anything in life, we have to find what works for you, right? Isn't that true? Like, we have to, you have to find what works for you. It's just like, you know, falling in love or making a friend. You're going to have to meet people and get to know them and see, like, who do you click with, <laughs> right? And I think it's, this is exactly like it. The therapy is exactly like this. It's not only the modality, right? When I say modality, I mean, like, the type of the therapy or approach. But also finding the right person. You know, 
I think one thing I can say with perhaps some surprise, I mean, I shouldn't say surprise because I never really thought about it before, but every person or most people, I should say, because maybe, I guess not every person, but the people I have met in this space, right, in the space of healing from trauma, whether they are psychologists, uh, psychotherapists, uh, whatever you want to call it, counselors, all the different people who like come at it from all the different angles and all the different directions. I've just been astounded at like just the beauty they have on the inside. The, the desire to help and support people in going through change. And I think that what therapy is, it's a change that you want. A change of letting go. A change of release. It doesn't mean that it's fixing something, right? Because you're not broken, so, you know, there's nothing really to fix. But it's more like letting go of these experiences in a way that helps you feel a greater sense of calm, a greater sense of togetherness within yourself. That togetherness is a powerful feeling, right? because it's about you feeling like you have it together. Not that other people necessarily will think that, <laughs> although... I'd like to think that other people think I have it together, but you want to feel like you have it together. That the different parts of you, the differences, different experiences, different elements of you, different needs, different desires, you are maybe different times of your life, that you have a greater sense of feeling whole. And I remember that breakthrough moment for me came actually the first time I've spoken and shared my story with another survivor. And I remember I've, I was, uh, next day, I, I couldn't stop thinking about it, but I went, I went jogging through the bush. And I like was thinking about the word survivor. You know, because speaking to this person, she used this word survivor. She said, you're a survivor. We need to hear your voice. And to me, that was such a beautiful thing. Because all of a sudden, it gave me access to a part of myself that I beat up or hidden so deep inside in shame. And I was just, I never even thought it was that big of a part of me. And you know what? I remember I was just so struck with the sense of who I am, of this part coming back to life that I remember I was just like, I was so struck with it. I fell down on my knees and I just I just had tears coming from my eyes and I just kept saying survivor survivor I know what that means now and maybe because you know before survivor was to me was like a cancer survivor because I've I guess I feel like that's part of me as well because that's what I've been through with testicular cancer but it felt it gave a part of me a sense of feeling more whole. And it opened up the path towards doing more. Because I realized this is a big part of my life. I thought it wasn't even, you know, something was affecting me. And I realized the profound impact of having this part of my life 
repressed, put down, buried deep within. I realized it needs to come out. It needs to live. It needs to be free. It needs to be in touch with all the other parts that I know and have and love and maybe parts that um you know more joyous or fun or um you know uh, ambitious or or caring or um you know or maybe whatever else might be right we all have these different parts and when this part now had a seat at the table now I was like okay I, I need to consider how do I make it feel even more supported and loved. And and therapy was still scary for me. But I think, you know, what changed it for me was when, you know, this my friend and, and mentor told me that, like she said, like, have you done therapy? I said, you know, I did it. I said, Oh, you're going to love it. It's going to be so much fun. And that notion of therapy being fun, it never really entered my mind before. Like, you know, it just never made sense. It was like, I always thought that therapy is supposed to be like these, I had all these images of, you know, lying on the couch with, with your eyes closed and, you know, talking about your mother or whatever, I didn't realize there would be such a beautiful experience. Like my therapist is a person that I have like this beautiful connection with who, you know, is like my champion. And that experience of having someone in your corner, having another person who's on your side, who's supporting you towards healing. And the reason I, I keep using this language of towards, and because I don't really believe that I will ever be, you know, 100% healed, right? If, if that's the right word, because we have many wounds. And, and even though I feel that Therapy is, and as uh, other things in my life, other things that we're going to talk about now, are so vital towards feeling a greater sense of healing and, and wholeness and, and, and greater sense of just calm and, and justice. You know, justice, that this is the, the right thing to do. This is restoring, kind of helping restore that balance. I do believe that there are things that we will always need to be working towards, aspiring to, trying to get better at. Um, if there's anything that I needed learning or <laughs> again or relearning is that I'm not perfect and nobody is. And having that sense of Compassion towards self is important. When we do therapy, to not expect things to, you know, magically change. But I think giving it time, giving therapy like time and finding, if you, if it takes you time to find the right person, right approach, giving that time to find someone who gets you who gets trauma, who gets healing in the way that is really supportive for you. Because that time that you invest in that, you get the time back in feeling together, in feeling understood, feeling that You've let go of some of these hardships. Not that, that you've forgotten about them, but they're no longer haunting your day-to-day. 
I think that's a win. That's the teen time. Therapy. <laughs> the second big thing that I've talked about in so many ways is insight. That's the I in time. We go through life when we've been hurt, when we've been misunderstood, when we've been through a string of broken friendships or broken relationships or career not going to plan, experiencing things that make life harder. Sometimes we don't get to see our own experience in the totality that it represents. We don't get to kind of make connections between different events in our lives. We don't get to see the impact that some of those hurts, experiences, difficult times have had or are still having on our life. And without that insight, it's very difficult to A, feel compassion for yourself, B, to have an understanding of what you need to do next. Right? It's very difficult to change unless we can have an insight into our own deep-held beliefs, uh, fears, wants, experiences. You know, and sometimes those insights are incredibly basic. <laughs> you know, they're so basic you would not believe. You know, for me, like the most basic insight I had after, you know, realizing that going through this rape as a child, that's what had such a profound impact on my mental health with panic attacks, with this anxiety, with which manifested itself in not being able to breathe, which manifested in itself, it's, you know, going into the state of panic, you know, not being able to have sex because I have felt frozen. And all of all of that strife and 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 just more hurt that it created, right? Because hurt creates hurt and it becomes this horrible cycle that we keep living inside of. And just that inside of going, you know what, that event affected my mental health in such a way. It might seem like something that should be pretty obvious, <laughs> right? Maybe it is, but it wasn't to me. And the insight goes, that insight allowed me to go, you know what? That's why I've been a mess. That's why I struggled so much. That's why I need to take even greater care of myself. I need to invest even more into my own mental health, into my physical health, into my emotional health, into my connections with people around me. And that insight, I really believe, and I've had, I think, many realizations of you know, different kind of depth, <laughs> you know, and all of these little insights, all of these little you know, ways of understanding yourself your world, your reality, has helped me to let go of some of the pain, the, the, the shame, the numbness that has existed in this kind of, the void that kind of existed somewhere inside of me. And I really believe the best way to get an insight, a real insight into your own experience, 
is to be in contact with other people who've been through it. Talking to people who've been through trauma has allowed me to find my own voice, has allowed me to develop vocabulary, has allowed me to put things into words in a way that I've never been able to do before, in a way that allowed me to communicate it now with people in my life. But in communicating it with them, I wasn't only sharing my own story, but I was also getting to gain a greater understanding into who I am. Right? Isn't that the powerful thing about sharing our stories, talking about our experiences? It isn't like just informing another person of what happened. It isn't uh, only kind of burying our wounds, but it's also allows us to see things in a different light. It allows us to gain a different perspective. It allows us to distance ourselves from being inside of something that's happened and realize and make connections between different things that have happened and that those insights help us to understand and connect in many ways our past, our present today, and also our future. You know, that's why I, I'm so I'm so passionate about starting a community forum for trauma survivors, for those who are touched by trauma. Because I believe that we need to be around people like us, people who suffer at least once a fortnight, at least once every two weeks. We need to be around other people who can relate to your experience. Now, I'm not saying that you always have to just be, you know, like burying your soul and talking about every single thing that's happened to you. But I think being in the presence of people who get it is important. At times, hearing someone else's story or just getting that acknowledgement without words, being in each other's presence, talking about other things that are not even related to anything to do with trauma is so vital when we have that shared understanding of our own humanity. It's kind of like becomes like a mirror that we hold up to ourselves. And that, when we talk about time, I think that rhythm, developing a rhythm for yourself is everything. It's a rhythm for developing that insight that comes from being people like you. I believe, at the very least, once a fortnight is a commitment that we all need to make. Why? Because that puts us in touch with who we are. Not only through your own experience, but getting that sense, you know what? I'm not alone. And maybe my experience is unlike anyone else's and it's not about comparing anyone, but there are so many things in our struggles that we share. And finding that great depth of understanding of ourselves and ourselves within the context of a greater community, a healing culture, a community that is there for one another, a community that supports each other on our journeys to heal. That is my dream. And I think we can all find ways to connect with people, whether that's through a support group, 
whether that's through the community forum that I'm starting. And if you want to know more about it, feel free to email me at joe at powertobehappy.com. That's joe at powertobehappy.com. Because we need to learn about our true nature. We need to connect with our true nature. We need to share our true nature with other people. Because so often we don't get to be our own compassionate witness to our own experience. Let alone others. It's helpful. The M in time for me is meaning. So much in our life We have to fight for meaning, don't we? We have to fight for sometimes we lose that sense of what do things really mean? Sometimes we feel that sometimes that profound sense of confusion, especially if things changed or things don't settle down or when we are going through flux, right? Like right now, I feel there are changes within me and I also feel that sense of, you know, I'm like, my balance is a little bit lost. Like, I'm a bit unsure what to do. I'm not sure what the things mean. And it can feel like you kind of, like, you're, it can feel like, well, you're losing balance and you're kind of just trying to just, you know, keep, yeah, just kind of, just keep staying and not, not fall down. I don't know if you've ever had that sense of head spinning, Right. And you're just trying to keep your balance. That's what it's like with that sense of meaning and purpose in life. And I really believe that the best way to ground yourself in meaning is to create meaning for yourself. (laughs) I know that sounds... So, I don't even know, like, simple, or I don't even know how to describe this, but I really believe that meaning is something we make ourselves. And it just has to start with doing something that helps another person, that supports another person, that makes them feel heard, that makes them feel understood, that makes them feel maybe cared for. It can also be doing something that makes you feel good about yourself, that makes you feel better. I really believe, though, that that feeling good about yourself comes with a desire to do something for other people. That's what contribution is, isn't it? (laughs) Like, it's doing something that is helpful to somebody else whether that's directly helpful, whether you are literally sitting down and talking to a person, or whether that's, you know, working on a project that helps someone, whether that's doing a job that ends up helping or supporting someone feeling better. But we have to assign meaning. We have to, like, take that plaque of meaning and kind of beat it and attach it well, with nails, with, with glue gun, with whatever that is, we have to like stick it into the side of our mind and saying, you know what, this is what's going to make my life more meaningful. Whether this is someone who's already in your life, maybe it's your partner, your child, your parent, a friend, Or maybe it's someone you have never even met and doing something for them. Maybe it's someone in your local community. Maybe it's someone on the other side of the world and you can find and support them online. Whatever that is, I think it's so vital to choose something that helping someone is an expression of who you are in a way that is relevant. But let's say 
you've been through something challenging in your life. Like I have a colleague who went through a difficult moment of losing her child while she was um, pregnant. She um, wasn't able to give birth and the child died. And I had a profound impact on her. And I was really moved and inspired by the story of why she then decided to find a new career where she would become a maternal and child care nurse. And I was like, that's vital. You know, that gives meaning to her life. A greater sense of meaning because now, you know, she was like, I don't want anyone else to go through what I did. And that becomes kind of allocation of meaning, right? You choose the meaning you want your life to have through what you do. I think this is a, an example that really speaks to me because she's helping others, but she's also helping herself, right? That's the beauty of meaningful pursuits, something that gives you that sense of purpose because it, while it might be helping others, but it's helping ourselves. I think that's such a beautiful and powerful thing. And speaking of rhythm, I think it's so important to do that daily. Something that gives meaning to your life. And it's probably, listen, I'm sure there's multiple things that give meaning to your life. Right? There's multiple things that light you up, that make you feel good, that, that help you feel like you're doing something that makes a difference. That you're doing something that is somehow right on some level. instinctively right. But I believe in doing at least one thing every day that you find meaningful for you. Can we commit to that? I'm not asking for something that is big or huge or life-changing. For me, every single day, I writing my play that I hope will help others connect with parts of themselves who've suffered. Because I also know it's helping me do that. And every day I'm searching for the deeper truth within myself because I think that's what needs to come out in my play. Every day I'm working for something for this podcast. Every day I'm writing emails, I'm thinking about what am I going to talk about? What am I going to share? How can I put my experience into words that can kind of sum it up and be helpful to someone? Not only because I want to help someone else, but because I'm also, in a way, always speaking to another part of myself at a different point in time that I wish heard what I'm saying now because I missed out on that understanding, on that knowledge, on that experience. And I don't feel like, you know, sorry for myself in that way, but I feel like I found it at the time when I really needed it. And now I have to share it with other people. So what is that for you? What is it that for you will help you share that meaning, that sense of going in the right direction? What is it that you want to give meaning to? What is something that you can do that will help you feel like it just makes sense? Like, it's just right. It just makes sense for you, who you are today. 
Doesn't matter what other people know about it. Doesn't matter what other people feel it's stupid, it's courageous, they like it, approve it, um, praise you, hate you. What would give meaning to you? Can we do that once a day? I think it's so vital to commit to doing it once every single day. Why? Because every single time you stand up for what's meaningful to you, you stand up for some part of you that's been misunderstood, that's been hurt, that's been missing that's been wandering, lost in the hurt, in the struggle, in the uncertainty. And the only person who can save that part of yourself is you, who says, I'm going to give meaning to my life. I'm going to do something I aspire to do in the hope that it helps someone that aspiration towards having meaningful life, towards making a difference that is ultimately meaningful to you, is a light amidst darkness. You don't have to be strong. You don't have to be powerful. But you can start to make your difference today, daily. That's me, my friend. Last but not least is empathy. That's the E in time, my friend. Empathy is not only vital for other people and how we relate to the people we meet, people in our life, but having that greater sense of empathy towards self towards who you are, towards where you've been, towards your struggles, your falls, your hardships, towards all the times where you've been telling yourself mean things, towards times when you felt empty, towards all the time when you felt broken, towards all the time when you felt that you were an empty space. Towards all the time you felt sorry for yourself. <laughs> right now I'm reciting um, years and years of my personal life. <laughs> so I don't know whether there's any of that resonates with you, but I've been to some dark places, my friend. I'm not proud of it. But I do know that I have empathy for myself in a greater way than I've ever had before. And so each day I'm writing in my journal. I'm saying, like I'm literally writing a list of things that I've accomplished each day. I look back on the previous day and I go, here's what I accomplished yesterday. And I literally write down things and and they're not always big life-changing things in fact they probably never are <laughs> you know like i put things like making dinner i put things like reading a book with my kid i put things like working on my play i put things like working on my podcast. Things that maybe nobody even notices or cares about, but it gives meaning to my life. It confirms that I'm doing good. You know, we talked about meaning before, but it also helps me get sense of compassion and empathy for myself to go, you know what, Joe, you're, you're not perfect. You know, you could be better, but you know what? You're trying. 
you're trying your best and listen, but you're just giving it all you can. Sometimes that's not much, but you're trying. You're literally giving it your best, the best you can right now. So stop being hard on yourself. Yes, you've got all these big dreams. Yes, I can do things better. Yes, I've gotten, you know, let fear and just been scared stop me from doing some of the things that I've always wanted and reaching higher. But you know what? I'm getting there. I'm on my way. You're doing good. You're doing good, my friend. And that's why I'm here to tell you. To have a practice of talking to yourself, of doing journaling, of acknowledging the, the simple things you do each day that makes you feel better, that give your life greater sense of meaning, that give you insight into your own experience, that helps you feel better through therapy, through connecting people in your community, through talking to people who've been through something similar, through been through hardship, whether they are your friends, whether the people you just met, whether they are people you have some kind of affinity with, whether that's through faith, whether that's through sports, whatever that might look like for you. But finding a way to acknowledge that what you're doing is right, that you're striving for something in your life, that you're striving. And sometimes it's just doing the basics. That is so much more powerful because every single time, you know, I remind myself, like today, right now, I'm reminding myself that being out in the world, doing work, striving my best for my family, is so much better than lying in bed, depressed, not having the energy to get up and look after myself, not having the energy to go out and live. I found a way to pass that. And I'm sure you found your way past so many things. That's why I'm here to ask you, To find time that, yeah, I feel that heals, time heals, time truly does heal. But finding a rhythm and establishing a rhythm that supports you, and that begins with therapy. I believe doing therapy is necessary at least once a fortnight. Finding a, sometimes it's working with a therapist. Sometimes it's a different therapeutic modality, whether that's, um, you know, whether that's a theater group, whether that's another, something to do with your community, but something that ha carries the element of healing, that has that therapeutic, that helps you heal. What is it? What is it that you can do once every two weeks that will support you on your journey? I believe it's a must, my friend. Second thing is insight. Finding those insight. It is only really possible when you are sharing your experience with other people. Because you get to get a real glimpse and make those connections into what's really going on inside of you and your experience. Finding meaning. I believe that that is something we can do daily. And we ought to inspire to do daily, to do activities that help you feel that you are really putting meaning to your pursuits on a daily basis. Whether that's writing a book, whether that's volunteering somewhere, whether that's having a, helping your child with their homework, whatever that is for you. But doing something, not just because it's the right thing, 
but because you've assigned meaning. You said, you know what? That's important to me. I care about it. I'm going to do this because it's it's real for me now. Not because it's the right thing to do, because I want to do this. That's how we assign meaning to things, and we can do that daily. And practicing that empathy towards self daily, through journaling, through speaking out loud, through ritual. Every single day, my friend, I go to bed. I heard this from a friend, and I kind of implemented this in my life. And I put like this glass. I, I heard this. Uh, it, I think it's a. People told me that these travels in Nepal that it's like it's like a, this ritual that Buddhist monks do that they turn the glass upside down before they go to sleep, and when they wake up, they flip it back up, and they're grateful for waking up alive in this world. And I guess I just use it for me as when I flip it in the morning, I kind of think for all the things that I'm grateful for. And and I honestly, every single day, I feel like I am the luckiest human alive. <laughs> I have no real reason to be. But I decided because I've just appreciate everything that I have so much. Because for such a, for many, many years of my life, I didn't have it. And I strived to have meaning, to have people I care about, to have love, to be given love, to, to um, be getting love in return. And that's been a journey, and it's a journey that I'm on, and a journey I hope that I will be for a long time to come. I want you to know, my friend, that you are not alone. You are one of us. Those who want to heal, who want to let go, who want to give their best every single day to grow to the lives that we want to heal heal together thank you for being here my friend thank you for being here my friend I want to deeply honor your life your story and where you are today and it's my hope that this show it it serves you in some way because I believe that we are all just capable of so much more than we think sometimes. And, and, and this incredible potential of what we are capable of and leading a life that you're proud of, that you're excited by. What I tell myself, so they my loved ones. That's what I'm here just sharing this, this with you, right? And I have this vision. I have this vision for bringing together survivors. Survivors of trauma, of difficult experience, of difficult circumstance, whether that's going through sexual abuse, domestic violence, living with illness, going through war, bringing together people who've been through it or are living through difficult times, their loved ones, so we can come together to give give our best in our lives in, in with our loved ones in our communities in our work to grow to grow towards our dreams towards our hopes towards our desires and to heal to heal from difficulties and struggle and making sense of what's right for you today that's why I'm here that's why I wrote my book Finding Hope in Times of Uncertainty, a guide to thriving in the challenging world of today. And if this vision, just if it speaks to you in some way, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear from you if you could email me at joe at powertobehappy.com That's J-O-E at powertobehappy.com Whatever you want to say, 
I'd, I'd love to hear from you. Please let me know what you think. And thank you again so much for being here today. I'll speak to you next time.